On today's PMEA's Take Note podcast, we are talking to a Pennsylvania music education major who was also a drum major on this year's Drum Corps International Summer Tour, all on today's PMEA's Take Note podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of PMEA's Take Note Podcast. A uh, really interesting one here for you today. You know, on the podcast, we talk a good bit about the marching arts, and we did that especially this summer. Uh, we wanted to personalize it a little bit by talking about a Pennsylvania connection. We know there's lots of Pennsylvania connections to the marching arts and particularly drum corps. Uh, but we're really excited today to have a Pennsylvania connection who is a Westchester University student uh, who was also one of the drum majors of the cadets. The cadets being a drum corps based here in Pennsylvania. So I am very excited to welcome in Bailey Karst. Uh, the, the drum major, one of the drum majors from the cadets. Bailey, thanks for joining us. Of course. So we'll, we'll get into the cadets and we'll get into that that piece of the puzzle uh, here in just a little bit. But uh, I, let, let's talk a little bit of the background. Uh, you know, let's set the stage a little bit. Uh, we all, those of us who are who have this bug for the marching arts, got it somewhere, got it at some point in time. Um, what gave you the bug? What was What said to you, you know, however many years ago, I want to do this? Um, all right. So my mom is actually, um, she was in band in high school. And I remember when I was, I think I was like nine or 10, she took me to see a drum court show, uh, which at that was, it was the, the Buccaneers classic, the one, but it was at, held at Alvernia at that time. So like, I didn't really register it when I started to do the show and I was like, oh, I went to this show. But, um, <laughs> So she took me to that show with a friend when I was like nine or 10 years old. And I remember seeing it and I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Like, of course you think it's cool the first time you ever see live drum corps. But, um, and then after that, I didn't really like think anything of it. Like nothing came of it when I was nine. And then I, um, I started doing band in fourth grade and I started playing baritone and I had an older friend who had played the tuba and Few years later he marched bucks and he was like he was like four years older than me so when i started to show like any interest in like marching band he's like oh my god you gotta come out you gotta come out to a bucks camp i was like dude i'm 13 years old i was like i've never marched before and i was like whatever i was like mom can i do this thing and she's like yes of course you could do this thing like get in the car we're going right now <laughs> and, yeah so she was like excited for me and like pushed like 12 or 13 year old me, I forget how old I was, out of the door at Twin Valley High School and was like, have fun, I'll pick you up at six. <laughs> so um, basically my mom, I mean, like I started playing the instruments and then she was like, oh, there's this, you know, drum corps thing. So that's where I got it. So interesting then you you start in a senior drum corps, the the Reading Buccaneers. So yeah. essentially all age core, you know, not what we're what you know we're used to in the junior core. So that's kind of an interesting path here. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like that's a lot, a lot of the people around here that do drum corps, because like I auditioned for Bucks. I didn't end up doing the season because I was 14. So I didn't end up doing that season. But then the next season actually I did march at C2, um, Cadets 2. So um 
I feel like that's like a lot of the ground here in the drum corps. We all started on senior corps because it's like weekend only. You know, you do it when you're 15 years old and you won't be like too overwhelmed. You don't have to spend a whole summer away from home. And right. yeah, it was a great start spot for me. So, so that obviously then, uh, you know, made you say, all right, I have the bug for this by, by being there and being part of it and say, I want to do this a little bit more. So kind of what was that experience like for you that made you say, okay, this is awesome, but I think I want to go try junior core. Uh, okay. So, um, I think what made me want to do it was seeing the cadets live at Allentown in 2015, because after that season at C2, my first season, like I didn't really have a great rookie year. So I was like, mom, I don't think I want to do this anymore. And she's like, yeah, you do. She's like, give it another <laughs> shot. So, around that time when I saw it was the, the day season wrapping up and I saw the um, cadets live at Allentown, I was like, I want to do that. Like that horn line, nuts. I wanted to do that so bad. And so I wasn't really, I didn't have like a plan. Like it's like, I knew when I was 15, when I started, I was like, okay, I age out of drum corps in 2022. So it was 2015 to 2022. It was like, I have eight years. I wasn't really sure when I would get around to it. Um, but I ended up auditioning in 2019 for the first time. So did four years at DCA and I was like, all right, I think I'm ready for the big leagues. <laughs> and and so, okay, like you you had your eye on the cadets there, kind of right from the get go. I mean, was that your goal? Like, this is it's it's the cadets or nothing? Was that what you're thinking? Yeah. yeah, it's like kind of. I mean, it's not like embarrassing. I guess it's kind of like cute now looking back. But when I was younger, I used to like conduct along with like Kendall Stevenson's videos of her like conducting Rocky Point and the lot. Um, but I was I was always like, I want to be a drum major of the cadets. So okay. I was like hell bent. I will never. I will not take no for an answer. And I was like, no matter how I get there, I will get there. Um, and like wow. I've been like, it was like I guess not like rocky, but I like definitely like went off the path a little bit. Like I was like, I don't really know if this is what I want to do. But then I always went back to it. So I was like, I should just keep going. So, okay, you join the cadets. I mean, you know, you're not joining as the drum major, obviously, in your first year there. Yeah. You're, you're, you're there and you're, okay, you've auditioned, you're in it. I mean, what's that like then as somebody who, like, you want to be the drum major and you are there playing the show? I mean, what's that experience like? Are you just so enamored in being in the show? Um, I mean, it's a lot of work, like, yeah. every at every part of the drum corps, like no matter what part of the drum corps you're in, like it's just like constant work. So honestly, when I was like marching on the field, I didn't really think much of it. I was like, I want to do that one day. And then I was like, okay, let me hit my dot real quick. <laughs> so it wasn't like, didn't really have time to like think about what I wanted to do. I was always like, I'm going to be here next year, but I don't really know in what capacity. So it was always like that. Like I wasn't thinking that like I wanted to come back you know, like as a drum major or like thinking about like being up there, I was always just kind of in the game because it's really hard not to be. Yeah. Um, especially when you have like a tuba on your shoulder. Um, right. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's like, just like I said, just constant work, really. So you were then involved in drum corps and, and, and DCI drum corps at a really uh, unique time in our history <laughs> as we, 
uh, all went through the pandemic, but as drum corps faced the pandemic, which was a whole set of challenges of how do we keep this going? How do we do this? What does it look like? Is it competitive? Is it non-competitive? Well, people come. How do you travel with a, you know, a couple hundred people across the country on buses uh, when we're in the middle of a pandemic? So what was the experience like for you, um, you know, as a performer going through the pandemic? So um, in 2020, we had January camp and then a furry camp in um, in Florida, which I wasn't able to go to because it was all the way down there. It was like, I can't. Um, but then March camp got canceled like a week before it happened. We were all like, are they gonna cancel it? And then we're like, everybody else is canceling everything. They're gonna cancel it. And then they canceled it. So then that all happened, uh, global pandemic. And we just kind of kept going. Like, like I said, drum corps is like, it's just constant work and like pays off in the end pays off so much but we just um through the pandemic we did like virtual camps like we would um we would like log on and do like a visual class and then we would have like breakout um like private lessons with our teachers which was amazing because we have like such great brass staff so like as, as a college kid like in a music ed program, I'm like nice and like another free lesson because I had my C horn at home. I didn't have a B flat horn. So I was just playing C for like these great tuba players and getting feedback and everything. And I mean, even though it wasn't what anybody wanted at the time, like looking back, it sounds cliche, but like it was, it was, it was nice, you know? Um, and we all still got to do in some capacity what we wanted to and for me being like a, a concert tuba player too, it was nice to have that like structure um, and to still be able to play drum corps music. Yeah, yeah. So that so that's awesome. I, I just, I didn't realize that that perspective of, yeah, take advantage of this, that, you know, some private lessons from, so, you know, some, yeah, some amazing right. experts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Okay, so 2022, we, you know, we're, we're essentially back. Uh, Drum Corps is back and, and the plan is for uh, every, everything to, to be normal. And I know there were some cores that experienced some bumps along the way. Um, but uh, I mean, I would say if you look at the overall DCI season, it was, it's incredibly successful. Um, and certainly for their 50th anniversary, um, you know, a wonderful time to come back. So um, what was this like for you? as a drum major uh so well maybe, maybe, maybe let's let's back up a little bit so to, tell us what that you know what that process was to become one of the drum majors for this season um okay so i reached out to our um brass caption head it was like hey i'm like interested in auditioning for a drum major position this year if we're like opening the auditions and he was like, just get a contract on Barry first, which was what I wanted to march. Um, I marched Barry in 21. So I did tuba in 1920 and then Barry in 2021. And I was planning on going back on Barry and he was like, just get a Barry contract and then we'll talk. And I was like, okay, fine. So I, um, I did the November camp on baritone and then December we did Drum major auditions. We drum major auditions for December camp and then callbacks were in January. 
Um, and it was pretty much like, there was, wasn't really anything like out of the ordinary. We did, you know, conducting and everything. We talked a lot about leadership, a lot about leadership. Um, and just really what, what it took to like be at the, at the helm of a drum corps, even though like, like it's not just you up there, but it's, it's you and like a, a group of people. So uh, to talk to us about then this, the 2022 season, the show, what was this, what was this experience like for you? Um, you know, as, as knowing it's an, it's your age out year. Yeah. Um, 2022 was, was probably one of my best, like my favorite summers, but it was, it was hard for a lot of us because it was a lot of people's first competitive season out. And not to say that like 2021 wasn't a season because we, we had a great season in like, like three weeks in 2021. It was amazing. Um, but this was a lot of people's first competitive season. So it was a lot of pressure on people that they weren't used to and having a lot of pressure on. And if you've been on tour, like it's just pressure all the time. Like, where's your stuff? Where are you going? <laughs> and like, like, where are you going to sleep tonight? What's the showers like? Um, what kind of, what kind, like, what kind of showers are there? I don't know, man. But um, it's, it was just a lot of pressure on everybody to be on their game all the time. And with such, like, we had a really rookie heavy core this year, just because of how things worked out. Like there was like three year span where there's no drunk core, you know? Right. So people come back and even if they did march in 21, they still wouldn't know what a, what was it? I think five weeks, 11 weeks, 11 total weeks. We had five weeks of spring training and six weeks of tour. So it's like, it's a long time to be just like doing band and being right. responsible for, especially like kids coming like from high school, being responsible for yourself for the whole summer, for summer without your parents. It's, it can be really intimidating. And that's the reason that I didn't do it until I got to college. So, and mm -hmm. I, yeah, like the first season out competing. Um, and, and of course there's that added pressure. Like I wouldn't say that, the staff never treated us any differently just because it was a competitive season versus a non-competitive season. Like they still always pushed us to what we could do within reason, obviously. But um, just because it wasn't competitive in 21 doesn't mean they took it easy on us. So we still work just as hard, but in 22 now you have all these numbers coming at you. And like my favorite saying from the summer that I'll definitely take to when I teach is like the numbers will change, but the work doesn't. So yeah. that's a that was like a big thing, just like numbers. We have numbers now and we wanted to be the best we could. And we wanted to bring the cadets back up to where they should be. So um, it was, it was a lot of effort from all of us and I, it definitely paid off. So. Yeah. And such a competitive season. And, and I think some were somewhat surprised by that, that everyone came out of the gate as good as they did uh, every core. Um, and so how wonderful is that as a way to come back that, and we're back and we are all really competitive. So that means folks like you really had to work hard every day, uh, because of that, that competitive piece. So, um, 
let's talk a little bit about the being a drum major, you know, so a lot of the folks who, who listen to this podcast, uh, you know, are high school uh band students, band directors. And, and so they may be used to, okay, we, you know, we do our halftime show and we have one, maybe two drum majors. Um, so the cadets, uh, four, correct. Uh, mm -hmm. 2020, you had four. Um, yep. so the kind of the main drum major that we all saw that, that, that everybody knew and was cat. Yep. And, uh, if you go back on the cadets, uh, uh, social media, they certainly, uh, had cat was kind of the star of a lot of it, uh, which, which was, was fun to watch, uh, throughout the year. My favorite was on international cat day. There was, <laughs> Uh, some posts, uh, you know, specifically about her, which is which was very cool. Um, but but so with with four of you, uh, that's different than maybe what what folks would experience in a in a high school band program. So what is that like? What is the division of responsibility, um, not only from the podium, but to kind of everything that else that happens day to day? Yeah, that's that's a good question because people don't normally ask about that or or like care about the back back like behind the scenes stuff. But, okay, so um, during spring training, we would kind of divide the responsibilities equally, like waking up the core, we would go bang on doors with drumsticks. Um, and during spring training, it was, it was pretty easy because, you know, we're in one spot. So uh, in terms of Met running though, uh, me and Kat would stay with the horn line and our other two drum majors, Adrian and Wes, um, they would alternate between being with the horn line and the, um, the drum line. Because it, it, the, the reason that was given to me is because it's just important. It's important for all the drum majors to have that understanding of the battery parts because it's what they need to be like tuned into. Um, so that's why we spend a lot of time with the battery. But Wes and Adrian were specifically spending more time with the battery because they have more years with the drum corps and everything. And they needed to kind of like, you know, like get a really good feel of what, what battery is like. So, um, yeah, we pretty, I mean, it was split pretty equally. A lot of, a lot of the um, like logistical stuff. Not that we really do a lot as drum majors because that's when we have the admin team. Um, but anything that fell into that category, like fell on cat from there, she would delegate whatever she needed help with and everything, but she was kind of like the face of our team and we were all, I would say the, the responsibilities were shared pretty equally, but she was kind of, she was like our section leader in the drum majors. So. And then, um, talk a little bit about the, then the, 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 the on the field stuff. So the, the conducting um lots of times a second drum major you know I'm, I'm talking like high school program is used when the band turns backfield and somebody needs to be conducting backfield or you know the the woodwinds are you know on the 10 yard line and somebody needs to be down there to conduct um drum court is is i mean i'm sure some of those instances are the same but it's different because there's so many more moving parts and there's so many more things happening so what uh, what's kind of the division of labor then you know during the actual show yeah, so um, this year in particular, I'm not sure if it'll change, but we had two um, two podiums right on the, we had them on the 35s. We normally had them on the 40s, but then we had like pit speakers that we needed to move them for. So um, up front we had Wes and Kat, and then in the back we had me and Adrian. And it's interesting that you ask, probably ask for a reason, because we had some pretty crazy drill this year that went along with our show. 
um, we kind of explored the field and I ended up being a backfield corner side one throw major, not even backfield, like talking like past the end zone. Like I got onto the field, I set up my ladder at the end zone, not even like the goal line. So um, Adrian was over on side two on the goal line and the corner and I was on side one and Adrenaline City, which was like our New York movement, it explored like the upper right and just like the right of the field. So side two. Um, and as we went down through St. Louis Blues, we kind of came forward and used more of the center of the field. And then the ballad was where we went all the way out west um, to side one, to the back corner. Um, I mean, cool design. I, I was kind of like out over it, but. Um, but that's why I was in the back corner and everybody's like, oh my God, you're spending your age out as a backfield conductor. Like, doesn't that suck? I'm like, no, it's the coolest thing ever. Because like, I, like what other kind of back, like what, what other backfield drum major ever got to see what I saw? None. I was, <laughs> I was so happy with it, but um, I got to hear the horn line blast in my face every time we played the ballad, which was amazing. What a way to age out. But um, so that's what we, I mean, timing wise, Kat was always in control of timing. Wes watched Kat, everybody else watched Kat. So that's how it went, like timing logistics, but that's the reason we were where we were. So uh, I was lucky enough to see the show live um, and then of course see it, uh, you know, uh, it, I saw it live in person, but saw it live uh, on uh, on video a few times throughout the summer as well. Uh, so the show was rear view mirror based on Jack Kerouac and just what a, what a fun story and what it was just so cool how, how you all told the story. And um, I just love what you're saying about, you know, what that experience was like uh, from your incredibly unique van uh, vantage point uh, to, to see the show every night uh, and to be part of it. So um, we should note that you're, you know, you've also, you're a student at Westchester University. So you were also in the marching band at Westchester University, um, you know, and, and of course in the music programs there, music ed major. Um, and then you also have a minor. What's, what's the minor? Yeah, I have a minor in youth empowerment and urban studies. All right. So very education focused. All right. So my let, let's move into the music ed piece of the discussion. I know you're student teaching now in the school district of Philadelphia. Um, mm -hmm. How, uh, as you look ahead, you know, what do you take from this it, kind of the entire drum corps experience into what, you know, your future in education, teaching or, you know, kind of wherever you go in education? I think, um, so that's like, that's like a heavy question. Um, I, because it's like, it's been my whole life so far. Yeah. So it's like, what do I take? You know, a lot of like <laughs> the life lessons I've learned. I mean, life lessons, if I'm not 22 years old, like I'm still a baby, but um, like everything I've learned about life pretty much has come from drum corps, which is, it's like scary because I'm done drum corps and I'm about to go into the real world. So like, <laughs> like it's been all I've known. So, um, I mean, a lot of it's just been like pushing myself and like being the best version of myself that I could be for like, for in drum corps, it was for my teammates, you know, like my group for the betterment of the core that I was in, I would push myself 
like further than I thought I could go. But I think now it's like, as I go into teaching, it's like always pushing myself forward, my kids and like my students. So obviously like with a grain of salt, like taking care of myself and everything. And as I did in drum corps, you know, there's always like a, a fine line, but like pushing, pushing the boundaries of like what I can be doing to better myself now for my students. Um, and yeah, I mean, I learned a lot of time management that that was a thing that I'm definitely going to take into like my professional career. Um, and I, I guess just like meeting a lot of different people from like different areas. Um, we had a lot of people from Japan at cadets, you know, to Japan, well, to Japan, hmm. but even like from within the country, it like, I would have never met all people and got to talk to them and hear about their experiences and everything. And yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, other than that, I'm not really sure. No, well, no, you, you do know, because that was, a, I mean, that, that in many ways that I think that sums up what drum corps is that yeah. um, <laughs> these things are so it's so embedded into what you're doing on a daily basis that you may not realize what the, you know, here, here are the things I learned on my summer in drum corps because it's so embedded. Yeah. Um, and, and I just, you know, I love that, you know, you, you're, you, you are pushing for excellence uh, in what you're doing, but I just love then it's kind of in that servant way because you're doing it for your teammates in the core. Now you're, you're shifting the idea of doing it for your students um, which are wonderful lessons for all of us, but you know, you just, you lived it in drum corps, which I think is, is just awesome. Um, so, you know, kind of what's next, you know, uh, you know, you're student teaching now, but as you look ahead, you know, wh what are your thoughts for, for the future and will you march senior corps? <laughs> I didn't pay that one ahead of time. It's everybody's first question. Uh <laughs> So um, what's next for me, I'm graduating in December, I'd like to start a master's program while I work, um, preferably somewhere around Philadelphia, but you know, I'm never really sure. Uh, I'm very much like a you can plan person, but life's going to take you where it wants to take you. So I would like to... Wait, so did you learn that from the show? I mean, that was kind of the theme of the show in some ways, but Jack <laughs> Yeah, I really did learn that from drum corps. Like, you can plan, you can plan all you want, but you know what's gonna throw a wrench in those plans? Like, uh, like uh, injuries. Like, I got injured my one year. It went from marching on the tuba to playing in the pit. Like, life's gonna take you where it wants to take you, and you just have to ride it. But you know, anyways. Um, so I would like to start my master's somewhere in social work, and um. And just continue to teach and work with kids. Awesome. Well, um, I, I I'm so impressed with you, uh, and it's it's an honor to talk to a cadets drum major uh, because you know what you all do, uh, you know, during a summer tour. Um, I think we those of us a lot of people dip in and see a little bit of it, but it's that it you're living it 24 seven, and and there's a lot to that. Um, so um, I will say you evaded my question of will you march senior corps? So you, you don't have to answer that, but 
You can if you want. I obey everybody whenever they ask that question because. Okay, fair enough. That's fair. <laughs> All right, I don't know is a good answer. Yes. Uh, so um, Bailey, thank you so much for for taking some time to talk to us and. Uh, and uh, we wish you all the best uh, in your student teaching. And then as, uh, as you head on into whatever is next, which we all don't know what is. Yeah. Thanks for thank joining you. us. Great, great, great to talk to you. And uh, thank you all for joining us on today's PMEA's Take Note podcast. We want to thank our sponsor, the Grove City College Department of Music. We will see you next time.